Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. We got the right where we want it. Prime time on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today from this moment on is how you will be remembered. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? What's up? Good Friday. What's going on? I'm ready to go. How are you guys doing? Two and a half hours, man. I know. I gotta go. Turn and burn. I did a couple lines to get ready for it. I'm I'm fired up. Short show, guys. I'm all jacked up. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Let's go. I mean, is there anything better than Ducks basketball? No. I mean, it is the freight train. I mean, Kansas football, Oregon basketball. I mean, take your hey, you take know, your pick. Kansas football laid a giant egg last week. I know it wasn't good with a bat. Well, I guess their quarterback, their backup, got hurt. It was brutal. So then they had to go to the third string. I tell guy. you what, I was watching that. And I, I, I got to tell you, they weren't doing anything with the backup quarterback. <laughs> with, the, with the bean? Even before he got hurt. Texas Tech. It was Tech. a weird game. I know. Te- Texas Tech was like, they're, they're like two and seven. What are we uh, doing? No, no, no. They're five and five. Texas Tech? Yeah. I thought they were worse than that. Yeah. But they're not not great. No. no. Not great. That was one of the locks. So, uh, in a, all that to say, Kansas football not even in the class of duck basketball. No. Like, there's nothing like duck basketball. And ladies and gentlemen. No. You, you get it. If you've been longing for it. <laughs> right here. We have it. Yes. This afternoon at 5.30. So many people tell me, man, I'm so, I, I like your show, but God, I need yeah. more Ducks basketball. I'm like, hey, Friday. Well, you ask, you shall receive. And here's the here's the, here's the the other thing. You guys want to know something else that's kick-ass? Please. You get it again on Monday. Yes. You get it again on Monday. Yes. 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 All the yeses. What can I say? Look, all we do is we're we here give, for you. We give the people what they want. That's right. I, I I came in prepared, wearing duck gear, not for the Ducks game tomorrow against Arizona State, usually a trap game. No, no, but for the Ducks basketball matchup against uh, who are who are they playing? I don't even know who they're playing tonight. Go Ducks! Yay, go Ducks! You but know, I bet it's somebody. You know, we've yeah. talked about it in the past with the uh, the who late the late great Let Ryan guess. Buckley, Cal Bakersfield. That's a good guess, actually. Uh, Cal Bakersfield. I'm going to go Sac State. Good. Did they play Montana the other night? They did play yeah. Montana. Okay. That yeah, is Montana. correct. That's why that came into my head. Yeah, I'm going Sac State. We'll see what I'm going to go uh, Bakersfield. Uh, I think both of you guys are close. Tennessee State is visiting. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking Eugene today. I was thinking, you know, something in California, but Tennessee <laughs> okay. State, boy, that's a fun little trip for Tennessee State. Now, what about Monday's game? 
Uh, well, if Tennessee... Do, it, do you want guesses first? Well, Tennessee State's coming into town. I'm going back with Bakersfield. You're taking Bakersfield? No, I'm going to stick on, on the East Coast somewhere. I am going to go... Iona. Well, that's not bad either, except they, I've actually heard of them. I am going to go with Alabama State. <laughs> I mean, Sook said East Coast, so he probably wins it. It's the Florida A&M Rattlers. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, close. That's close. That's close. There you go. The mighty Rattlers and their bright orange. <laughs> so we're going to get like the, yeah. the, the neon green versus the neon orange. Let's do it. So here's how today's going to play out. Okay, guys. Joey Harrington's going to come on early mm-hmm. because that's what he does. I mean, we have to talk to Joey. We have to. So... Today, he's going to be at four. It's an unusual time. Well, we don't have a choice. We don't, really. When he is normally on, we have to give you Ducks versus Tennessee State? Correct. Yeah. I mean, sorry, Joe. You think Joey Arrington's more important than Tennessee State? The Travelers? No, they bump Joey. The Trojans. Tennessee State. The Moonshiners. Moonshiners. They <laughs> they bump Joey. So, but Joey will be at four. Uh, maybe we're overlooking Arizona State. Maybe guilty of that. We'll find out. Yeah. He'll he'll answer that question. We'll see. And so that'll be it for And then so we've got this hour. And then uh, in the news, 430, mm-hmm. Hot 5, and Robin the Bank picks against the spread. And then that's... that's and then we're done. That's about People it. People are waiting for Big Souk to get back up on the horse and give him some locks. I know. Last week, I... I look, you I... You bailed on I us. I bailed. And we were going to press you and say, hey, send in your picks. But we thought, you know, I think he wants to take a break. Well, that and I just kind of forgot about it. I got on a plane like early Friday morning, and I didn't think about it after that. Well, I had other, uh, I had other fish to fry. You let you let your uh, fans down. I left the constituents down. But I was saying because Schultz pointed out that he's wearing duck gear again, and um, I was noticing because I was thinking of the late great Ryan Buckley. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah, you know. Along with the the late great, they Mike. buried him right next to Mike Lynch. Yeah, <laughs> I saw Lynch the other day at the Blazers game. I was going to go say hi, but he looked uh, he looked involved. The ghost of Mike. What Lynch. do you mean? What I, does that mean? He looked busy. He looked like he was he was uh, he was deep in thought. Was he uh, on press row? Yeah, he was up there milling around. I was like, yeah. Plus, let's be honest, it was kind of on the you other didn't side. Didn't want to talk to him. I did. Had it been more convenient, I would have. But it was it, look, I would have had to gone up and around, and it was a thing and. Didn't happen, but I want the late great Mike Lynch to know I was thinking about you, and I love you, and I miss you. Um, so I was thinking about Buckley, and you know we we pointed out that anytime Buckley didn't wear a hat, it was kind of shocking to us, right? Yeah, because yeah. he's and he was trying to break that. Yeah, but he couldn't. Yeah, I Schultze has his own tick like this, and yesterday you know we were making fun of him the day before, and I think he pulled a Buckley. Because yesterday he came in, and it was the first time that I can remember Schultze not wearing team gear. He was just wearing, like, a regular golf polo. Oh, yeah, Travis Matthews polo. Yeah, yeah he was comfy. just wearing, like, a regular polo. I think because the day before I was making fun of him for wearing sports gear every day, and I think he th- tried to throw us off the set, but he's right back to the team-branded gear again you're, today. You're, you're totally off. Our laundry just came out all done, and I just chose a nice shirt off the top of the pile. When that's e- literally That's it. the nice shirt? Whenever no, I I'm s- talking about yesterday's shirt, oh. you jerk. Whenever I see Schultz. Ah, jerk. Quit bullying him. <laughs> Whenever I see Schultz and he's not wearing team gear, it makes me, I'm like, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like seeing Buckley without his hat. Schultz wearing a normal shirt is the equivalent of Buck going. I, I will say, if we, if you, if you made me draw a picture, yeah, like if the cops came to me and said, draw a picture of Jordan Schultz right now, yeah, 
you would be in Mariners or Ducks gear. Yeah, hundred percent. Has to be. Yeah, not Blazers, but Mariners or Ducks. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I don't. I don't ever see much Blazer. Do you wear Blazer uh, gear? Uh, when Dame was on the team, yeah, but not now. <laughs> I'm done. Did you burn your jersey? <laughs> I I didn't burn my jersey, but I'm, I'm I ain't rooting for him. I That's could for see Schultz being sure. a jersey burner. I could. He's he's a passionate fan. I Schultz can get worked up. I could 100 percent see him. Throwing something up on uh, the Tiki Talks. And by the with way, him, uh, with him lighting something on fire. Can I state for the record, there's nothing wrong with team gear. No. You're a fan. Yeah, you're wearing a and Padres you work, hat. You're a yeah. sports guy. Yeah. I've got a Padres yeah. hat on yeah. today. Let's go. Well, you but, guys dress comfortably. It looks like I just need to, like, up. I have comfortable stuff, which Schultz, is. You don't have to do anything. I, you wear whatever right. you like to wear. I'm That's just right. pointing out that okay. you wear sports gear. <laughs> 99% of the time that I see you to the point where when you don't wear it I it, it's kind of shocking I, when I saw you yesterday I couldn't help it I was like oh my god he's not wearing he's not wearing sports gear I, I wore the same shirt in when I hosted too so I think you just maybe like picked the, so like, you have one non-sports shirt do you? cool no I've <laughs> got a few I've just got a lot of comfortable stuff that I know hey in the studio this is what I'm going to feel good at. Shelty, I love you, man. You wear your ducks. You wear your Mariner gear. I just, it's, it made me think of Buckley because we, we have that with Buck. For sure. Like, oh, my God, you're not wearing a hat? It's, it's kind of alarming. And I realized that happened yesterday. And I did have the thought when I was like, I wonder if Schultz is going to go two days in a row without sports gear. No. No, it's back. For those wondering, Buckley, he and his wife had a baby. Or so he's dead. I don't know. He's on paternity leave. <laughs> but he's not. I mean, he's scheduled to come back, but we're not yeah, expecting we'll see what, that. Yeah. Uh, here's our poll question. Uh, let's get it in uh, here before we, because um, we, we, you know, we got a pretty busy hour here. Uh, it is on at 1080 the fan on X. AAA Heating and Cooling is the sponsor. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Okay, yesterday we asked you which college football head coaching gig is better than Oregon's. Uh, this was a little surprising. You said, uh, I think you said Clemson. Yeah. Um, and the four options were A and M, Notre Dame, Clemson, or USC. Uh, Notre Dame winning really at forty three percent. I find that interesting. USC got twenty nine percent, Clemson nineteen percent, and then Texas A and M only nine percent. I just all I can go off of is if I'm just your average run of the mill schnook coach, right? And you give me those jobs, which one of those do I want to take? I'm taking Clemson over Oregon, and I don't know if I'm taking any of the others. The USC one would be intriguing to me, but I I, I don't think that the Notre Dame job and the A&M job, I don't think those are better jobs. They're good jobs. Don't get me wrong. I mean, certainly they're they're all top. Every one of those jobs is a top 20, 25 job, but I don't know. I, just, I, I think that Oregon job has evolved into something um, pretty damn good. Well, it's interesting that Texas A&M, you know, I don't know how many years, maybe 10 years ago or 15, certainly 20, you yeah. say, oh, my God. I mean, just think about the gap that's yeah. closed between the Oregon job and the Texas A&M job. Many think the Oregon job is better than the Texas A&M job now. I do. And that's wild to think. It hasn't been that long ago where that was completely uh, – that would have been a, like a blasphemous statement. Yeah, and, and I look at A&M now as honestly one of those jobs that we all say it's a great job simply because they pay. But I asked the question, I mean, go back. They got a bunch of money. They got a bunch of money. Other than that, and, and, you know, they have a great fan base, and, you know, they built this this great stadium. And you say all, you, I hear all the time that they have everything you need to win there, but they don't really win. I mean, I mean, Manziel, uh, that first year, it was the first or second year, right? Manziel came in, and he won the Heisman, and I think they won 10 games. They beat Alabama, but they've never been to a college football playoff. I don't remember A&M being in, in any big BCS bowl games on a regular basis. I don't remember A&M. 
constantly winning the Big 12. I certainly don't remember S- the, the, them winning the SEC. In fact, I don't believe, them if if I'm mistaken. They've never, they've they've, never they've won They've never won the SEC. So, you know, when, when I look at that job, other than to say that they pay a bunch of money and you can pay for, to get a bunch of kids. By the way, two years ago, you, you spent 25 to $30 million on supposedly at the time we were told by recruiting people that was the single greatest recruiting class that any college had ever produced. You had a national championship winning coach and you didn't win squat with it and you just canned his ass. So at some point, like having a bunch of money and, and, and being in Texas and being like, oh, we're Texas A&M, that's different. Whereas Clemson, like I go to Clemson, Clemson can say all the same stuff that A&M does. Uh, they play in an easier conference, so you're going to be a top two recruiter in your conference every year. And by the way, the proof's in the pudding. I think you've won 10 games in 11 of the last 12 years, 10 of the last 12 years. You've played for four national championships, and you've won two of them. You know now, what's crazy? I was looking at the A&M history here. Yeah. So R.C. Slocum, he had it cooking there Yeah, he, he in he the was, 90s. Yes. But then they jumped to the Big 12, and that immediately... They they had a much tougher road and they he did take them to an eleven and three record in nineteen ninety eight. Okay, so let's use that. Since then, from nineteen ninety nine to now, how many ten win or more seasons? Ten wins or more seasons have they had? Uh, give me like four. One. One. And One. that was the Manziel year, right? That was Sumlin. Yep. Yeah. So eleven and two in two thousand twelve. Was that Manziel all the way back in two thousand twelve? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh my God. Guys, you're forgetting that Paul Bear Bryant spent like three or four seasons there before his long, illustrious run at Alabama. Okay? Yeah, the Junction City Boys where he was trying yeah, to exactly, kill some people. Exactly. Like, Greatness touched that, oh, that yeah. program, okay? Back in the, in the 50s. 40s. Yeah, it was thank the 50s. You. 50s. So, 40s he did, or 50s. He had one season where they went 9 0 and 1. And also a season where I believe they went 0 and 9. Don't. Yeah, I, one and nine. You're right. Thank you. One Look and nine. Look at you with your me. hot Bear Bryant knowledge. Well, yeah, I've been, the, the Junction boys have been on my mind lately. I just don't think it's a great. I don't think it's a great yeah. job outside of it's overrated. There's just a bunch of money there. But to me, when you have a bunch of money and you can't win, that leads me to believe that there's something else going on there. And by the way, money doesn't like Oklahoma State, who is a fine program. Don't get me wrong. But we've talked about this. T. Boom Pickens literally said he looked at what Phil Knight did with Oregon, and he said, "Why not me?" And he he tried to buy his program into uh, relevancy, and and he did. Like, or Oklahoma State is a really good, solid team, but he didn't he didn't buy him into uh what like into the upper echelons of college. Oh, he bought him into the top twenty five. But it's it's not about just writing checks. You got to do more than that. So I always say this to 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 people that that criticize Oregon and I get it like I, if I'm if you're not a duck I totally get why that program is probably just a burn your saddle and you know new duck fan and it's like driving around with a hundred thousand dollar Mercedes with a six flag bumper sticker I get why it's annoying but I hate the argument of well Phil Knight yes without Phil this doesn't exist it does not you you could not even come close to building what you've built in Eugene without that man he is arguably the most influential booster for a program in the last 50 years. But at the same time, it's not just Phil. There has been really, really smart hires, some luck, some good fortune, but a lot of people have put a lot of work into that. So I I, I don't like when people just blanket statement say, well, Phil Knight's the only reason you won. No, Phil Knight was the basis of why you won and allowed you to have a jumping off point. But that does, that does a disservice to a lot of other people that busted their ass over the last 30 years 
to make this, I, I think, one of the, the better athletic departments in the country. All right, today's poll question on X at 1080 The Fan. Very simply, we're asking you, who you gots, beavers or huskies? Yeah. You want you want uh, you want it now? You want it when we come back? We going to talk about it. I want it now. Take the dogs. Give it to me now. Take the oh, dogs. Oh, you're taking the huskies for one simple reason. Because everybody else is taking the beavers. Everyone <laughs> and their grandmother. They are. And I'll tell you what. There that is some. Me. There is a team that has <laughs> is undefeated, and and beat by the way the team that everyone is jocking right now. Mm-hmm. And we sit there and we keep saying reasons why UW can't win and UW won't win and. Look, Oregon State's a really good team. They ain't playing Alabama. I watched teams throw the ball up and down the field on Oregon State a couple times, and I just, I think Washington's going to look at this and be like, really, we're an underdog? We're the number five team in the country, and we're an underdog? I, I think UW's got a little bit of a chip. So just for that reason, I get why people are picking Oregon State. And honestly, if you ask me to use my, my, my brain, I'd probably pick Oregon State too. I think there's a lot going for that. But there's just something about this when Everyone, and I mean everyone. Sure feels like it. The spread swung four points. So I, I just, I don't know, there's something right. about that. I'll, I'll, I'll take the dogs. Vote on X at 1080 The Fan. Uh, text us on the Vancouver 4 text line. It can be reached at 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. Uh, coming up next, the AFC North is literally falling apart. Uh, it is 316 on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, Joey Harrington coming up at 4 o'clock today. So in about 40 or so minutes, we'll have Joey on to talk about the Arizona State game and Dan Lanning's comments this week about staying at Oregon. So that is uh, is right around the corner, but uh, let's get in some NFL. Uh, us Bengals betters are upset today. Yeah, there's a God. looking into was there some shenanigans going on with the injury report? Yeah, so Joe Burrow left last night's game, and once he did, uh, Jake Browning bless his little beating boy. I'll heart. tell you what, Jake Browning looked exactly what you would think <laughs> Jake Browning was going to look like. Yeah, he did. He just looked confused a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Ravens, to their credit, did confuse him. Sure, 
Um, and they were throwing a lot at him, but, but you, boy. Can o- you can always tell when a young quarterback oh is, is there. It's just, it's so frustrating. It is. It's like when, you know, you, you see it, it's just like with, with an animal that's scared, like putting like socks on a cat. It doesn't know what to do. It just kind of freezes and it can't really walk properly. And it's frantically looking around. And you're like, Oh, 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 young country mouse that you, there was no chance, no chance. Yeah. I, and then I, the defense, the defense played fine in the first half. Yeah. They just wore down. I think that was going to be a good game yeah. were it not for the Burrow injury. You do wonder, like, why does a team like the Bengals have Jake Browning as their backup quarterback? Because there's no good backup quarterbacks in the league. Well, there's, there's like, better than that, aren't there? I don't know. I mean, didn't we go through this with the <laughs> Aren't the Jets seeing this exact thing? It's like, at least put some thought into your backup quarterback. I mean, the Rams just brought in Carson Wentz. There are guys out there. The Browns brought in Joe I, Flacco for a workout. There's competency <laughs> available. For the quarterback room, I agree. At least competency. On I there. I agree. I I don't get it, and I I mean I get it financially. It's like okay, look, we're not going to pay. Uh, you know, it's just going to be some scrap heap guy. But they're yeah. not all created equal. Yeah. And some of these teams, I mean, like the Browns. You know, they're going with DTR. I mean, well, I guess they just dra- <laughs> they just drafted him, but he's he's their third string quarterback. No, he's their second string. Well, he was their third string. They were going Who with they were going with Walker. They were going with PJ Walker. No, DTR was number two. Yeah, for a minute, and then they went to Walker, and now they're back to, to I DTR. Because DTR got hurt. I think it was. I think they went to him before when DTR was still healthy. Look, you're you're dealing with two guys that were going back and forth between second and third. Well, that was a bad example. And, I, I and don't Joe know. Flacco. Who has the best backup? The best backup quarterback in the league. Um, we already we should know this. We should we know this from the, from the backup for the backup quarterback. I mean, it would probably be someone like like Heineke. Yeah, have you watched him though? Well, what? <laughs> who do you want? I just Gardner want... Minshew. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah not there a bad you go. Argument. That's not bad. He, he might be. That's not bad. Is Josh Dobbs in the starting? Part of this he's start? Start? Well, he's yeah, a but starter. He, but he's a back. Uh, no, it, that's that. Josh Dobbs. Arizona. But he here's the thing. Start. Josh Dobbs is a good backup. Josh Dobbs got benched in Arizona, and everyone right now is, is you know, sunshine and roses with him in Minnesota the last two weeks. Give it another month, and people will be right back to being like, oh, my <laughs> well, God, this guy is, sucks. But he is much better than – like, that's – okay, that's a great – okay, Dobbs, I think, is a good example. Yeah. He is infinitely better than Jake Browning. And you're right yes. about Dobbs. Like, he's not a QB1, but – if you throw him into a game, you expect that you can maybe hang around in that game. Sure. You had no chance with Jake Browning. Like, no. I mean, none. No. You could say the and same. And so I don't really understand that. But, you, but you, yes, you, you could, could say that about a lot of teams, yeah. but not all teams. Not all teams. Like, Andy Andy Dalton is around still in Carolina. Dalton has been a starter in this league, right? I'm thinking Sam Darnold is in San Francisco, He's not good, but Sam Darnold's there. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, where's Brissett? Where's Jacoby Brissett? Uh, he's, Washington. In, he's in Washington. I mean, Drew Locke, he's not really on What about it. Bridgewater? I don't know. Yeah, Teddy Two Gloves, is, Teddy two two gloves, gloves? is still around. He's the Lions. backup in, in Detroit. Yeah, see, the Lions are smart. Uh, yeah. Jets fans are calling for Marcus Simeon. I don't know if that, that oh name well, they have all, the, at all. Uh, they can't. And people, love, people think Tyrod Taylor. Have you seen Tyrod Taylor play for the Giants? I mean. Yeah, he's. Well, I tell you, Baltimore last year, they almost won a playoff game with him, Yeah, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. So it does matter what team you're on because the Giants are a mess. Well, and, and, and now he's hurt. But uh, 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 Bridgewater, Lions are a great example. That yeah. That is a team that said, hey, we need a competent backup quarterback. And they went out and got one. Yeah. And but no I, one cares about Teddy Bridgewater until you need him. I would make the argument 
I'm a, I'm a pull up a list here. And Cincy, a playoff team, should at least put I, that same thought. I into would it. make the argument, and we'll go through this because CBS is ranking them. I would say that there are no more than five to six competent backup quarterbacks in this league. And when you talk about how hard it is to find a starting quarterback, I think it's even harder because there's there's 15 to 16 competent starting quarterbacks in the league, and there sure as hell ain't Look, 15. So here here's their rankings. Oh, okay. they they went and this what is, is the just, rankings of what again? The CBS ranked backup quarterback ranked their backup quarterbacks. Yes, they go Andy Dalton one. Mm. They went Jacoby Brissett two. I don't mind him. Sam Darnold three. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater four. Mm-hmm. So whatever we, we're all agreeing, these are competent. They're backups, okay, yeah. right? And now we're into Tyler Huntley. Mm. Mm. Oh, Tyrod. I'm sorry. I I miss I I was thinking Huntley. Almost won a playoff game with the Ravens last year. He did. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. So yeah, that was not Tyrod Taylor. It was Tyler Huntley. I'm sorry. Tyler Huntley is actually decent. Uh, they almost won a playoff game with him last year. And now we're into Tyrod Taylor at six. He sucks. Jameis Winston. Mm. We're it, done. That's a fine backup. Now we're into beat hard. Okay, but we're, I, we're I agree with you. Seven. I agree. Seven, and that's an arguable, that's an arguable number. Again, no one's arguing that. It's just... Pay attention to that position. Yeah. Like the Bengals, you're a playoff team. Look, I get it. With an if, injury-prone quarterback. Yes, I get it if you're the uh, Cardinals going into this year. Hell, yeah. they had Josh, Do- Josh Dobbs as their starter. They don't care who their backup is because no. it doesn't matter. Yes. The Bengals, it sure. does. Yeah. And they didn't. That's true. And, and now look at freaking, now Now look at my wallet. <laughs> the, by the way, this whole segment God. is all predicated on the the notion that Rob took it in the shorts last <laughs> night betting on Cincinnati. Well, that's the only reason he's I'm outraged little, about this whole thing. That's right. But, I, I am a little pissed about that. But to your point, you had a team that's good enough to win a Super Bowl with an injury-prone yes. quarterback. Um, you should have put more thought, yep. especially a quarterback that was injured at the start of the, the year and in camp. There should have been more thought. Makes no sense. Into bringing in a backup quarterback. Makes no Although sense. Although once, once Burrow goes down like this, once you have a permanent injury like this, then it doesn't. Yeah. Because the Josh Dobbs of the world aren't leading you to no, the promised land. True. Although to be fair, we've, we've seen this. We've seen this in, in recent memory. And it, granted, I think it was only for like two or three games, and then he got hot in the postseason. But Philadelphia, yeah, with Foles, Carson Wentz was gonna win an MVP. Wrap your head around that. Wentz got hurt at the <laughs> end of the year, and they went to old, uh, you know, Big D knee or Nick, well, and uh, yeah, no, that's true. And know, they won a Super Bowl, yeah, with them. They won. So yeah, so suck all of it. So that that's that is that? there. Uh, so the Bengal season is over then. Yeah, it's cooked. They're five and five. So if you didn't hear, Burrow is out for the year. Yeah, torn torn ligament. So they're saying he had a he had a compression sleeve on his wrist. Yeah, and he wore a compression sleeve in the game. So he had a compression sleeve on his wrist when he got off the bus. That's what they were they were showing like this Zep Bruder film on yeah. the game last night. It's like, yeah. hey, wait, he might have been hurt coming into the game, but he's yeah. saying, no, 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 I wasn't. Because he wasn't on the injury report, that's yeah. and that's an issue. You can't do that. Yeah, he's just claiming he's just claiming he, he had the. He's claiming like when when I fly, I I wear I have to wear the stuff on my calves. My calves swell up. So if you had a minor thing, like maybe your yeah. your wrist was bugging you or whatever, and you were flying, you didn't want it to swell. He's claiming he just was wearing that. To, you know. Do we believe that? And then he said when he fell down on the play right before he he hurt a ligament in his wrist. Yeah, he he fell awkwardly on his wrist, and he yeah. said he it kind of hurt. And then the next play, he threw the touchdown pass. Yeah, he he said he it, said he felt a pop. Yeah, he felt, and then he went over to the sideline. And he couldn't throw. Yeah, 
And now he's done. Yeah. And, and now if, he's dead. If you've ever popped a ligament, you know when it, I mean, it, it. one, it's an audible pop and it's an instant, oh, hey, that's real fun. Um, so at five and five and no offense, but with Jake Browning, whoever the hell they're going to go get, uh, and it sucks, but Cincinnati season is officially <sighs> D-O-A. Yeah, I think I'm a little more mad than Rop. I had a uh, division winners parlay mm. pick at the beginning of the year that included the Bengals. With now, the Bengals. Yeah, nope. No payout well, for me. Well, think about it. They're last place in the division now. They're staring up at, at two six and three teams, and now Baltimore kind of grabbed control of this thing at eight and three. Hey, you know what? Jim or John Harbaugh said it after the game, and he's right. You know, that, that was a pretty awesome performance by Baltimore. After blowing a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter against the Browns in a big divisional game to get right back up in four days against yeah. another major divisional opponent and play that way. Like, they played really well. Yeah. I don't think you can blame that just on the Burrow injury. Uh, Baltimore brought it. Yeah. And, and Harbaugh said after the game, he said, you know, this team, and, you know, coaches say this crap all the time and we kind of roll our eyes or we just don't think that, we just think they're full of crap or whatever. But he said, this team right here is really special. They have a lot of great leaders. They have guys who uh, just, I mean, he said they just compete at a high level no matter what. That's actually kind of rare. Lost their best offensive player, though, for the yeah. year. Mark Andrews is done. Yeah. He's got a broken leg. That's and an a huge ankle, one. So. That's that, a huge, that, that, but that the hurts. Ravens look damn good, yes. man. Yeah, that yeah. that you know that is a Super Bowl. They can win the Super Bowl. I I, I thought a couple weeks ago that Cincinnati and Baltimore were going to be competing for maybe best team in football, but it's not Cincinnati anymore. And that that Andrews one, keep an eye on that. That is a that's a big one. That's a big de- red zone. Yeah, that is losing a Kelsey type player. Yeah. Mark Andrews is the most underrated weapon in the NFL. All right, there is hot NFL talk. Up next, back to college. Michigan is at it again. They have fired another coach, but it's not Jim Harbaugh. Here's uh, Schultze with SportsCenter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, we have more Michigan news today. We thought it was over. We were wrong. It's not over. Nope. It's not over at all. So uh, today, Michigan fired their linebackers coach. Some yeah. dude named Chris Partridge. Turns out that Chris was up to some uh, late-night burn sessions with uh, with Uncle T. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this I'm not is, kidding, by the no, way. No, this is like straight out of a bad movie about yeah. college football, you know? Yeah. Like if they remade the program today over the top. Yeah, exactly. So Except Chris, the head coach would be a diverse uh, woman. <laughs> 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 Let's, 
Wow. <laughs> that is true. Let's be honest. Um, Chris Partridge was the linebackers coach, and what they're saying is, so they're saying that Michigan accepted the three-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh yeah. and backed off the lawsuit because the NCAA came to them with more information that they had uncovered about uh, the sign-stealing scheme. Yeah. One of those bits of information was that Chris Partridge, the linebackers coach, was actually trying to destroy evidence of Connor Stallions and the whole the whole thing. Yeah. Now they're saying. Oh, also in there was that uh, Uncle T, a man by the name of Tim Smith. <laughs> I just a, love that there's an Uncle T involved in this. He's a booster. Yeah. And he apparently funded some of um, Connor Stallions' actions. He has come out, and and apparently they're trying to throw him under the bus. At least that's what he's saying. He's come out and said, "I had." He goes, "I knew nothing about this. I don't know if that's true or not." But Uncle T is already out going. They're trying to throw me under the bus, and Partridge has already been fired. <laughs> and then the defensive coordinator's dad takes over Partridge's job. So <laughs> things are going great. Just I love it. Hey, but I want to. According to uh, you know the the experts. Yeah, well, there's nothing to see here. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, this isn't a big deal, and, and Michigan's fine. And well, I should... think we kind of thought that it was over because, well, from the Big Ten perspective, it is. It is over, yeah. and and it kind of seemed like yesterday they came to an agreement, and Michigan dropped the lawsuit, and the Big Ten's like, all right, fine, just take the penalty, and we'll shut up, and, and Harbaugh you shut will up. survive, and yeah. it'll be fine. But we forgot that the NCAA is also doing an investigation. So here is what Michigan. Uh, released in their statement today. They said, From the outset, our focus has been on seeking due process and allowing the NCAA to conduct a fair and deliberate investigation. Although the Big Ten has closed its investigation, we are continuing to cooperate with the NCAA as it moves forward with its ongoing investigation. Consistent with our commitment to integrity, mm-hmm. we will continue to take the appropriate actions, including disciplinary measures, based on information we obtain. Earlier today, Michigan Athletics relieved Chris Partridge of his duties as a member of Michigan football staff, Due to employee privacy laws, we are unable to comment any further. <laughs> yeah, that's convenient. Just, yeah, hey. so so they they basically said it. The NCAA brought that to their attention, and they're like, "Okay, you're out too." Yeah. yeah. And look, so I'm, they I'm wanted a... to pin this only on Stallions. Yes, and now. and it keeps growing. So now yeah. they're they're pinning it on Uncle T. They're pinning it on Connor Stallions, and now the linebacker coach for trying to destroy it. And you know, look, as long as you just keep paying these dudes that you're you're getting rid of. Everyone shuts their mouth. I mean, the key to anything is just pay people off. If you don't think Connor Stallion's got a big fat check to go away, because he's claiming that he personally funded all of this with a hundred grand that he made off of selling a house. Sure, you did, and your fifty thousand dollar a year salary. And I'm sure this the linebacker coach. He's going to stay quiet too, because I'm sure he got a nice severance package to go away as well. Uh, I'll be interested to see what old Uncle T has to say about this, because Uncle oh. T isn't happy. Well, Yahoo Sports did a 30-minute phone call with him. Yeah. I'll read you some of his quotes. <laughs> this is Uncle T. He <laughs> Which, says, by the way, everyone needs an Uncle T in their life. Hey, man, I'm a little short. What, well, are, we, look, what, what are we going to do? Right, let's go to Uncle T. Doesn't every school have an Uncle T? <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. Uncle Phil? Oh, yeah. I can give you... This is Smith's quote. He said, I can give you good news. I don't recognize being known as Uncle T, and I will refute that myself. I never funded I never funded Connor. To say I knew him is perhaps overstating it. I said hi to him. I've spoken to him more since he left Michigan to make sure the young man is okay. Smith is being targeted, and now this is Yahoo saying, Smith is being targeted along with Stallions as a fall guy in the NCAA's probe into the school. Gotta have a fall guy. 
Both of them are being, quote, thrown under the bus, he said. On Friday morning, for instance, officials from the school's uh, name, image, and likeness collective called Champion Circle dismissed Smith as a member. He received a notification in text form. He said they didn't even have the balls to call me. They evicted him from the group because they said that this could bring bad light to other members of the Champion Circle. Mm. The question is, does Big T have the goods on anyone, or is he just some low-level idiot that is going to get hung out to dry? Because it sounds like Connor is just all about Michigan, and again, I guarantee they're someone. Uh, if it's not Uncle T, then Uncle G is paying uh, Connor a lot of money because he has refused to cooperate with any of this, and he resigned on his own. So, again... So, wait, can- how did Uncle T come... Did they did the NCAA investigation say he was the one funding or like where did his name come up? I didn't see the exact. It just it it, it made it sound like uh, that the the linebackers coach was involved in destroying evidence. Yeah, and that they were linking Uncle T as the one funding the Connor Stallion stuff. Okay, so then I think the media maybe or certain people put. Tim uh, put two and two together that Tim Smith was Uncle T. I think he so. is saying he is not he's Uncle not. T, <laughs> but, but he also is saying that. Well, he's saying he's not known as Uncle T, but he's also saying that he is being thrown under the bus. They're they're actually pinning it on him. Well, look again. Who was it? Was it Carmelo Anthony? Someone said like in the NBA, he's like, hey, you gotta have a fall guy. Always have a fall guy. No, that was the yeah, uh, Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Chris yeah. Carter. You gotta yeah. have a fall guy. Well, in this That's case right. in Michigan, you got three well, of them. <laughs> What'll be the best is like, and oh, well, this is kind of sad, but. Look, if 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 people start dying like in mysterious ways, like if Connor is involved in a weird boating accident, and next thing you know, like Uncle T like falls down an elevator shaft, you're like, oh god, like dude, this is this is getting scary. But you know, once Michigan agreed to go along with the Big Ten thing, you knew that this was all going to be about trying to place the blame elsewhere, keep everyone quiet, and just move on from this. And that's clearly what they're doing. But you know, when the NCAA digs up more stuff, then you kind of keep having to tie up loose ends. Smith, Uncle T, has spoken to Stallions multiple times since he resigned from the university after news of the scheme emerged. Smith said the two are not close, and they knew him as well as any other staff person in the program. He says people don't understand why he would do it. He paid his own way. It means a lot to him, and he was trying to do whatever he could for Michigan. That's according to Smith. Yeah, I don't buy that for a second, but, you know. And, and even if you did, and again, at, at this point, either either you think what Michigan did is a big deal or you don't. And no one's going to change your mind either way. So be careful yelling at people when you know it's not going to matter what you say. But I just, I, it's it's so laughable to me that there's just video after video after video of Connor Stallion standing by the offensive and defensive coordinator. When, when Michigan had the ball... He was standing by the offensive coordinator. When the other team had the ball, he'd go stand by the D.C. with his play sheet there and literally is in the guy's ear, play after play after play. And we're supposed to believe that no one, no one outside of Uncle T and the linebackers coach, the tight end coaches, by the way, of the defensive side of the ball, they're the only ones that knew about it. Jim Harbaugh never once was like, hey, man, how does that Connor go? figure all this stuff out the offensive defensive coordinators never once were like hey connor uh, dude, this is great like what where are you getting all this stuff no one no one once said anything not at all i mean come on like you're insulting all of our intelligence so again whether you think it's a big deal or not just the the 
the, the sheer audacity of the idea that no one knew about it other than these three idiots together. <laughs> the, the tight end coach, Uncle T, who's not apparently even Uncle yeah, T. I, I don't know. I don't and know then if Connor I buy. Stallions. I'm not sure I'd buy what Uncle T is selling. I, I think Uncle T's right in the middle of all this. Well, how awesome. And he's trying to distance himself from Stallions. We've got a guy named Connor Stallions who's selling vacuums off of his porch while funding his own way to like <laughs> be on the sidelines dressed up as other teams' coaching staff. We've got a guy named Uncle T. We've got a linebacker's coach now apparently destroying evidence in the middle of the night. I mean, it's amazing. It literally is amazing. It's like a Hardy Boys mystery. That's 50% stupid. All right. Uh, Chris and Thompson issues a statement. We'll get to that next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, Joey Harrington going to join us early today due to Ducks basketball. He'll be on in 10 minutes. Carissa Thompson, we played that audio of her yesterday on a podcast. Boy, she stepped in a hornet's nest. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about this. She basically said she made up sideline reports. Um, now she's trying to walk it back. <laughs> so she issued a statement today. Because people were saying, hey, you got to say something. You're, yeah. you're like the talk of the sports world, and you're just on the Amazon Prime broadcast, just not even talking about it yeah. and like ignoring it. Like so every sideline reporter's coming out and just kicking her. So she issued a statement, and here's what she said. She said, okay, let's address the elephant in the room. I have a responsibility to myself and my employers to clarify what is being reported. Uh, already have a problem. Yeah. It's not what's being reported. It's, it's what you said. Exactly. It's your own words. When on a podcast this week, I said I would make up reports early in my career when I worked as a sideline reporter before I transitioned to my current host role. Working in media, I understand how important words are, and I chose the wrong words to describe the situation. I'm sorry. I've never lied about anything or been unethical during my time as a sports broadcaster. In the absence of a coach providing any information that could further my report, I would use information that I learned and saw during the first half to create my report. For example, if a team was 0 for 7 on third down, that would clearly be an area they need to improve on in the second half. In these instances, I never attributed anything I said to a player or a coach. I have nothing but respect for sideline reporters and for the tireless work that they put in behind the scenes and on the field. 
I am only appreciative and humbled to work alongside some of the best in the business and call them some of my best friends. This is code for OF. I stepped in this, and uh, I'm in some serious trouble, and my bosses are not happy, and my job is on the line. Now, to be fair, if she is going back and and, and clarifying, and if it's true, and let, let's say, for instance, you know, she can't get a coach, and she looks down at the play sheet and says, you know, hey, on you know third downs, they're, they're two of eight on third downs. And she says, hey, coming into the second half, they've got to be better on third down. And they gave up, you know, 160 yards rushing in the first half. That came going in the second half. That's fine. If she came out and said, hey, I talked to Coach Leach, and Coach Leach said that we're terrible on third down and that has to change, I do think there's nuance there. I do not think as a sideline reporter you can say, or any reporter, or, well, she, or any I'm host, right. anyone, if you say, and, and you are in the sports journalist world, and even us, to an extent, are, are in the, the journalist world, even though we're not journalists, if I come on this airwaves and say, hey, I talked to Dan Lanning before I came on the air, and Coach Lanning said X, Y, Z, even if it is the most generic thing on the planet regards to Arizona State, I absolutely should be raked over the coals if what I said is an absolute lie Here's and that I never that, talked to Dan Lanning. But the thing is, is we won't, like, no one... No one will check. How do we... I don't know. So she could easily just say this yes. to clear it all up, yeah. but we have no way of knowing if that's right. I don't know. Because I'd have she to... could have easily said, oh, I just talked to Bill Belichick. Like, I I think she's full of crap. I, I do, too. I honestly think... I think this is a She's just trying to cover her own ass. She went on the podcast and said too much. Yeah. She, she spilled the beans that yeah. she's lied about it, and now she's trying to say, well, it was actually more like this. I, I don't buy that, but there's no way to prove that well, that's and, a lie. So. And apparently Aaron Andrews and her on a previous podcast, Aaron Andrews said she did it too, mm -hmm. which didn't help in the matters at all. So I, I, look, I, I don't know if this will go any further, but if the internet has taught me one thing, people don't let stuff go. Remember that, that was that show, Don't F With Cats, right? Remember that thing? Where the, the people saw the cat video and you had a whole community of people that hunted down. Solved a murder. Solved a murder. Right, all because some dude was posting videos of cats. A guy went to prison for life because, he, one, he was a killer, but he 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 was torturing cats, and he thought it was funny to put it out online. People don't let let, let stuff like this go away. You think sports fans might be a bit obsessed? You think there may be a couple creepy dudes that want to take down a hot blonde side run reporter that they think are, are getting one over on them? This there will be people that will dig into old interviews, old tape. I yeah, but how do you? I don't. I'm just saying. Approve. I, I don't know if this is going to just quietly go away like she hopes it will. There will be people that are going to try to catch her in this lie. I already watched a half an hour long video on YouTube today of somebody going and basically taking like the Everyone. Amazon statement, like yeah. saying, "Well, this was from 15 years ago, so okay, the 08 season," yeah. and connecting her statements with Detroit Lions games where maybe she didn't get Rod Marinelli. Like they're trying to yes. find very specific connections <laughs> and instances. They here. are going to hunt this down <laughs> and 24 she, hours. And she better hope. <laughs> exactly, 24 hours. Give it a week. <laughs> I'm telling you, people have nothing better to do with their time than go on the internet and try to catch people in lies. If this is a lie, and I kind of with you, I kind of think it is, but I don't know. One of the statements is, right? Yes. Which which one is the lie? She will be, I, I don't know if she will, 
people will do everything in their power to catch her in a Scooby-Doo rip-off-the-mask-I-got-you moment. Yeah, you don't want them looking under your skirt. And they are. And they, and are. they are. And once they start, it, it's like peeling back the layers of an onion. It, yes. it, can, get, it yeah. can get hairy. That's why you don't want... For it, sure. Yeah, you just don't want anyone looking around your business. Well, her skirt. Though. Well, that's already happened, but... Oh, hey Well, it's out there. I didn't... I oh, yeah, look, I haven't seen that. I didn't look at what it. What are you talking about? I don't know. I think there's a video. Right. I don't know. Joe Harrington joins us next. Are we overlooking Arizona State? Dangerous game? 357 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.